Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, it's Dora. Welcome back to the Sunday Scaries. So we're going to switch it up today with a two-part episode called Working for the Weekend. Here's part one, planning ahead. When I was younger, working for the weekend meant five days of clocking in, mindlessly grinding away, then taking my paycheck straight to the club with friends on Friday night. I would stack my weekend with activities like brunch, going out, the whole nine. By the time Sunday night rolled around, I felt like I had been spit out of this proverbial weekend wormhole. I was left feeling regretful, exhausted, and filled with anxiety. The previous two days had disappeared so fast and, surprise, surprise, so had my money. All these activities had been fun, but they were also kind of lifeless. It was meditation that really opened my eyes and helped me realize that every weekend I was doing the same things. I was in pursuit of the next wild story to share during the week with my friends and simultaneously preparing to do it all over again. Weekend after weekend, I wasn't actually enjoying myself. I was just following my friends' leads and it left me so emotionally and mentally drained. I wasn't using my own sense of guidance to determine what I wanted to do with my time off. Others were deciding it for me. As I look back now, there was this insatiable craving for chaos, for fun, and for drama. 
But as I began to practice meditation, my relationship to thrill-seeking started to shift. The same excitement I found on Thirsty Thursdays was starting to be found immersed in nature and exploring the great outdoors. Who would have thought? All this is to say that sometimes there's a lot of pressure to fit all the things you missed into your days off. All the people you didn't see and all the things you didn't do. FOMO to the extreme. But if we aren't in tune with ourselves and we don't prioritize the things we actually want to do over the obligations that other people put onto us, then we could be wasting our precious weekends away on things that leave us tired and disgruntled. So where do we start? How can we start saying yes to things we truly want to do and say no to things that are maybe from a place of obligation? Two favorite weekend mantras of mine are We'll see, and let's see how this week goes. Both of these can buy you enough time to really think about what it is you want to do once Friday comes around. Nine out of ten times, our response to an invitation isn't urgent. Yet, as we spin the hamster wheel of the work week, we can often forget that there's no real pressure to make a decision that very second. Come Thursday evening or Friday, you can check in with yourself and notice how you're feeling, and then make a decision. So if you're working for the weekend, I totally get it. But just make sure it's working for you. Let's take a moment to try the STOP mindfulness technique, which is an acronym that can be helpful to use in that space between the invite and your response. The S stands for STOP. So wherever you are, Take a moment to pause. Just notice the mind and notice the body. Now the T stands for take a deep breath. So try inviting three big deep breaths into the body. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. Moving along to the O, which stands for observe. So for the next few moments, see if you can tune in to the different sensations present in the body. And just observing any thoughts in the mind feeling into any emotions in the body. And without judgment, full of curiosity. Lastly, the P stands for proceed. So proceed from here with awareness and continue on with whatever you are doing. As you move towards Friday and Saturday and as invitations and obligations begin to roll in, feel free to use this meditation to check in with yourself. If you feel like your weekend activities are beginning to stack up in a way that feels too overwhelming, 
take a step back. Focus on what brings you joy and peace. Don't be afraid to let go of the things that deplete you and embrace the things that nourish you. The whole point of a weekend is to have time for things that make you happy. But sometimes we have to take stock of what we've been doing to see what really brings us joy. And if you're one of the lucky few who, come Thursday or Friday, has no weekend plans, you can still return to this meditation as means to mindfully make plans. Craft your weekend into what you need. And just a heads up, in an upcoming episode, we're going to dive deeper into how to make mindful weekend plans. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for taking the time to check in with yourself today. I'll see you back here next Sunday for part two of this episode, where we'll focus on how to bounce back after a weekend that's run away from you. For more amazing mindful content, download the Headspace app today. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.